Welcome to the first episode of my brand new show, Your Seventh Sense, business powered by angels and intuition. I'm your host, Terry Wilderman. It has been quite an interesting journey creating this show. It's amazing how just the right people showed up at just the right time to assist me to get to the foundation created and the show produced from the time the show was in my brain to now. I had people come forward helping me with the creation of the logo. Guests have jumped on board. And I can honestly say that I have felt angels and have listened to my intuition throughout the entire process. Now, you may be wondering if I'm completely off my rocker doing a show about business powered by angels and intuition. Well, believe me, this very grounded, logical person has had a very big internal battle going on for years about coming out of the spiritual closet, the fear closet, the resistance closet, the surrendering closet, whatever it is you want to call it. And I know for a fact that there are many leaders, professionals, and entrepreneurs who are going through exactly what I'm going through because we talk about it all the time. But there's this fear that if you let go and allow your gifts to shine, you are going to be laughed at. You're not going to be taken seriously, and they're not going to look at you as the professional that you are. It's time to just come out of whatever closet you're stuck into and honor your true self, that glorious human being who honors all of that, uh, their gifts. And that's what this show is about. For the last 20 years, I have been working with entrepreneurs and teaching them how to improve resilience, communicate to be heard and understood, improve their team building skills, and work with systems to organize and improve workplace flow. And most importantly, I have taught them how to heal self-sabotaging emotions that get in their way of the success that they seek. I've taught them how to integrate the practical skill sets with their emotions, energy, non-dogmatic spirituality, and intuition. The outcome is that they become coherent in mind, body, and soul so that they can be the best that they can be and operate on all cylinders. Often, their physical illnesses lessen because they listened to their bodies and gave up the resistance, fear, and surrendered to what it is they are meant to be doing in this lifetime. Creating this show emphasized the power of the body, mind, and intuition for me again. Why is that? Because when all of this started, it actually started about three months ago when I created my first page and angels in business. I knew it wasn't the right name, but it just came out of my fingers. And I created the Facebook page, but I knew it wasn't right. I, I just knew it wasn't um, really the way to go, but I had to put it out there. Then it evolved into powered by angels. Then it evolved into powered by angels and intuition. And now we're at your seventh sense, pa business powered by angels and intuition. When I finally, four weeks ago, really started focusing on this and set the date for today, 8-8-2018, my lower back started to scream because of the resistance, and I was actually getting migraines. Now, lower back has to do with fear, and it also has to do with finances. 
and the migraine, migraine, what is going against your grain? So I knew that I was going against what I intuitively knew I had to move towards. The moment I let go of the resistance and surrendered, and I can't say it was actually a moment, it was a process. The more I went along, sure enough, as the show evolved, the pain lessened and lessened and lessened. And now I stand before you completely pain-free because I listened and surrendered. The body truly is a roadmap to what we are thinking and feeling. So why do we choose to ignore our intuition? Why do we allow ourselves to run away from such a powerful and dynamic gift that we, see, that's a big deal, that those dongs, <laughs> did you hear them? From such a powerful and dynamic gift that we were given at birth. Think about it. We were given these gifts at birth and yet we run away from them. I know it's something that I have to practice every single day to stay grounded and centered and own those gifts and really listen well. Now, what is at the foundation of our not listening? It's one very big fat word, and that word is fear. F-E-A-R. I have a very good friend named Abraham who states that fear is about forgetting that everything is all right. Isn't that cool? Forgetting that everything is all right. Other folks state that uh, fear is an acronym for false evidence appearing real. I just like forgetting everything is all right. It just feels easier and flows for me. So the reason we don't acknowledge our intuition or talk about our intuitive hits and acknowledge the words we hear, the images we see, the feelings in our body is because of this fear. We're concerned about, as I mentioned before, people not taking us seriously. We don't take ourselves seriously. We are so over the top concerned about what other people think that we're too scared to express the words at a meeting. My intuition is telling me to go in this direction. My intuition is telling me to go in that direction. Now, what we do say is, oh, it goes against my gut. For some reason, that phrase is accepted in the business world. But start using the word intuition or start, you know, if you say, oh, I'm hearing these words or I'm seeing the, these images or I'm feeling this or I'm feeling that, people tend to look at you like you have three heads on your shoulders. What if people realized that this was a part of who we are? I mean, let's face it, growing up, I was laughed at so much for so many different things. And we all were in some way, shape or form. For me, acknowledging these gifts was just opening the door to being laughed at even more and not being taken seriously anymore. I wasn't ready to go there because I didn't love myself enough or was confident enough to be able to handle that. A fear of mine because of my behavior style is not being liked by others. And I had to really work through a lot of that in order to be able to let go, surrender, and own who I am today. So if we choose to instead live our life in fear and ignore our intuitive gifts, you know what? Life gets hard. I can t there are people that are going to be coming to the show that are going to be sharing with you that the moment they surrendered, let go and stepped out of the fear, or they walked through the fear, choosing to trust their intuition themselves instead of the other stuff. They walked towards their goals in a way that created success, beautiful success, more than they could have expected. Okay. Now, when you look at the word, fear, let's drop off the F 
and what's left is the word ear, E-A-R. Everything is all right. So imagine living from a platform of everything is all right, using our ears to understand that everything is all right. We've been so conditioned to ignore what is going on inside of us that when we honor it, everything is all right. So when we use our ears to hear, we give ourselves the opportunity to truly listen. But we can also listen with our eyes, with the images that we get. We can listen to our body and how it feels and that inner knowing that rises to the surface. And when we acknowledge it, things get easier and step into flow. When we honor all of those areas, it allows us to observe the world from a 360 perspective because we can go up at 30,000 feet and look down on the entire picture. And we can also look at the entire picture from sea level. That is a gift to be able to do that. And if you're a leader, it's the magnificent gift that allows you to truly lead your people to where they need to be. It elevates how we see ourselves and frankly, how people see us because we have the opportunity to step out wearing a competent, competent, incredible energy that states that we are congruent in all that we say and do. I'd like to share with you a couple stories with you about intuition has worked with me and how angels have actually saved my life and that of my family. And this leads you to understand a little bit more about why I work with angels and intuition at the level that I do. Story number one, I call the Chinese dinner. My daughter, who was 10 months old, and I uh, went to have dinner with a good friend of ours because we were living in the area that we were living at at that time. And when we were leaving the restaurant, I stuck her in the bucket, what I call the bucket at that time. This was 30 years ago. Car seats look like little buckets and strapped her in tight and got her into the, uh, into the car seat. And I got into the uh, driver's side. Now, this was a little sports car type thing that I was driving. And actually, it was a Toyota Celica, my husband's blue Toyota Celica. So, and as I'm pulling out of the driveway, out of the parking lot into the street, I hear the words, put your seatbelt on. I didn't have it on and I ignored it. I pulled out into the street and I heard the words again, put on your seatbelt. And I ignored it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The third time, put on your seatbelt now. Ooh, okay. I put it on and I'm thinking, what the heck is going on? Am I going out of my mind? I went to the light. I stopped at the light and the light was red. I turn, Of course, if you're going to stop at the light, it's red. Uh, the light turned green and I proceeded to go through the intersection and suddenly my face hit the steering wheel and I looked up. My car was literally under the stoplight and to my left, a car was attached to the front end of my car. I had been hit by a 19-year-old drunk driver. Now, if I had not listened to those disembodied words, I would have gone through the windshield. Why? Because in those days, we didn't have airbags. Imagine what my life would be like if I had not listened. My daughter ended up with contusions all up and down her chest, and luckily, we survived. The car was totaled, of course, but we survived. Now, story number two, I call this my crazy car story. There's a theme here with cars. Um, 
about 30 years later, the, no, it wasn't quite that long, 25 years later, uh, I was driving my minivan. We're a minivan family and I'm proud of it. And we, um, uh, the car ended up getting stuck in first gear. We had to place the transmission and we had to, we had to decide, replace the transmission or get a new car. We had a kid in college. So I made the decision that we needed to just replace the transmission. So my husband was leaving the house and to go get a quote on the transmission. And 10 minutes later, I get a message. Honey, please come up to the top of the hill. Uh, we don't need a new transmission. We need a whole new car. So I rush out of the house, run up my driveway, and there's my husband standing in the middle of the road, and I see a gigantic Ford excursion over on the other side. And I turned around and looked at my car, and I just screamed. The whole front end had been taken off. And if he had pulled out one second later, I don't even want to think of what would have happened. So that was on a Wednesday, uh, that was on a Thursday. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, yours truly, Miss Practical and Logical here, research. I research the living daylights out of everything big before I buy it. That's just who I am and that's how I operate. Research, research, research. And we landed on either a Toyota Sienna or a Honda Odyssey used. We really didn't want to go new. Uh, so that's what we did. But we didn't find the, the car we wanted. And I trust my gut on that one. My husband was leaving to go to the West Coast on Monday, so I dropped him off at the airport. And on the way home, I kept seeing the image of this luxury car dealership that was on the way home. And I kept thinking, there's no way. This, I mean, this dealership had BMW, Porsche, Audi, Lexus. I'm like, really? And the nudge was like this. It was relentless. Go, go, go. And so I'm having this conversation in the car. And believe me, the people around me must have thought I was nuts because there was nobody else in the car. And I'm talking back and forth. Do you really want me to go to this thing? Okay, fine. I listened to the nudges. And I pulled in and I'm laughing. I'm laughing myself silly that I'm even listening to this. And I drove around the back of the one dealership. Sure enough, there was a red Sienna Toyota and there was a gray Honda Odyssey. But as my husband was leaving the car, I said to him, honey, I want a gray van with a sunroof. The Honda Odyssey was a gray van. I didn't understand when I first saw it that it was, it also had a sunroof. So to make a long story short, uh, the car, the, the sales, uh, the salesperson really kept asking me, do you really want to buy this minivan? Yes, I do. I'm looking for, first of all, he didn't believe me that they were even there. He walked outside with me and we looked at them. And when I opened the door to the gray car, I realized that it had just been turned in because there were coloring papers from a coloring, from a child's coloring book in the back seat. And eventually he brought it around to the front. I got in the car to drive it and it was manna from heaven for me. And I looked up and there was my sunroof, this gray, Honda Odyssey. It only had like 15,000 miles on it. And I knew it was our car in a luxury dealership. Imagine if I had not gone to that dealership and listened. And the beautiful thing is that I bought the car at cost. They didn't even understand what they had. So I bought the car at cost. My husband picked that up on Friday and away we go. I was a proud owner of a Honda Odyssey that we got for thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars less than if we had gone somewhere else. 
So these are just two of the many stories that I'm sharing with you, and I'm going to be sharing many more in upcoming episodes. This show is about giving you the confidence to own those intuitive hits, to listen to them, and to really emerge into the person that you are meant to be in this lifetime. So imagine yourself as a business person or a professional sitting around a meeting, at a meeting, at a table, in a boardroom table, and every single person there has been given permission to honor the practical, tactical, logical sides of themselves and integrate it with the emotional, the energetic, the non-dogmatic spirituality. Think about it. Think about the powerhouse team that would be created if the leaders of that organization allowed them, gave them permission to practice and talk about intuition openly. Imagine how powerful the meeting would be because as Napoleon Hill says in his book, Thinking Grow Rich, when two minds come together, a third mind is created. The innovation, the dynamic energy, the ability to do new, fresh, and exciting things would manifest with each and every meeting because the team is working on all cylinders. So ladies and gentlemen, it's time that we listen to our seventh sense and grow it as we do our resilience skills, our communication skills, our leadership skills, our decision-making skills. Upcoming guests are going to share with you how they achieve their success by operating on all cylinders. Many will share stories, and I know I say operating on all cylinders a lot, but I want to make that point deep and clearly and help you understand that it's, it runs deep and it runs wide. Many of these people are going to share stories of failure and how they listened to their intuition and were able to rise and succeed. To learn more about my work with mission-driven entrepreneurs, retreats, VIP days, and mastermind programs and services, please go to www.intuitiveleadership.com. I thank you for joining me today on 8-8-2018. And I look forward to sharing future episodes with you of Your Seventh Sense, Business Powered by Angels and Intuition. I'm Terry Wilderman, your host, and I look forward to seeing you next time. To your success.